Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And she would say these five songs must come on. And I think these bop, 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 bop should be the songs that go on. And I, as the program director, had the final say. And I would listen to them. And I gotta be honest, unless something just really took me the wrong way, I always went with her gut. Uh Uh-huh. Because she seemed... Much more knowledgeable than me. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Professional radio done while you wait and turned into a podcast for your convenience. Always distributed over iHeartRadio. Get the app, search Rock School, and you will find us. Speaking of distributed and such, you remember early in our marriage, I was a disc jockey, yes? You were? I was. And multiple times while I was doing that disc jockey stuff, I was also in charge of the station. I was the program director. So I I made $4 an hour more than the lowliest human being in oh, the room. Oh, good times. Yeah, good times. Hard to pay bills. One of the things that I had to sign when I was doing this was an anti-payola statement. Meaning I wouldn't take payola for paying any or playing any kind of a record. Mm -hmm. Apparently payola is now back in a big way. Like a good way? Well, see, I like payola. Uh And through the the show, I'm going to explain to you why I like payola and why I think we should do more of it. It sounds like a dirty thing. It does. And it sounds like a dirty thing because in the 1950s, very early 60s, it got a sort of its its name sullied. It, you know, you can't do this. It's bad. Why? Because we say it is. It's actually rooted in some rather nasty racism. But you probably don't remember this, but one time when we were in Utica, New York, we were a reporting station. Right. Which meant our station's playlist went to creating national playlists. So the people who were pitching records really wanted us to play their record. Uh Uh-huh. And on our anniversary one time, if you remember, Crystal, like, glasses and a pitcher and all that showed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's an amount of money which escapes me that I was allowed it to wasn't receive, much. but I had to send those back. I know. I had to give those back. You remember somebody gave me a Drakkar Noir? Yeah. Something or other, and I had to give it that was, back. It was men, men perfume. Men perfume. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right, because they were very, very picky about that, which really made me upset because even though I couldn't take it, let's say I'm doing a contest for, say, the Beach Boys. Give it away. They would send me $5,000 worth of Beach Boys albums and crap. You're right. Volleyballs. Right. Beach balls. Just that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I could give it all away, but if I received something, it wasn't allowed. So what are we talking about today? Well, payola. 
It's back in a big way, although it's not called payola. It's called pay for play, and it's not done the same way, and it's kind of fun. So I wanted to take this show and explain what is payola, why do we all think it's bad, why do I think it's good, and how is it being used today? Because when you turn on the radio and you say to yourself, I don't listen to the radio, okay? When you turn on Spotify, yeah, there's payola and it's playing the game. Uh-oh. Okay, we got to get out of here. Let's play a song. How about Cheap Trick on the radio? Well, that's what it is here on Rock School. Coming out of Cheap Trick, we're talking about Payola and its new incarnation, which apparently is going ballistic today, what they call pay for play. Now, some people are going to say to me, if you've read anything about Payola, well, Joe, it was called pay for play back then. Yes, but it's a different animal today. Back then, if they called it pay for play, what it was was a decision by the disc jockey. Today, it's not that. Who makes the decisions now? Wait till you hear how it's set up. It's beautiful, and you have to know what the payola laws are to see how these people are skating around them, circumventing the laws. But again, so many people have it in their head. Payola is bad. Payola is bad. I don't think payola is bad. As a matter of fact, I was going to tell you this later in the show, but I'll tell you right now. The guy who runs this here flagship station, KSLU, where we do this and then send it out to all the the affiliates. I think we have 27 affiliates now, and obviously we're on iHeartRadio. But I have said to him numerous times, why don't you do the payola hour? Uh And he said, well, you can't do that. So I researched the rules, and yeah. You can't? Yes. All you have to do is say that you received a payment for the playing of this record. Up front. Right. You have to tell the audience. And I said, look, for local bands, just say to them, it's going to cost you 20 bucks to have your song played on this show. Right. And if you pay the $20, we'll also have a social media or web-based equal to the show where people can come in and say, I like the, the song. I didn't like the song. I'd like to buy the song. Where do I get the song? If you do that and call it the payola hour, you are completely within the legal realm of payola. I think that's a great idea. So do I. Todd. Because so many people, they only listen to what the radio plays and what you are listening to is being dictated to you by the the big you know, uh, record company. Well, a lot of people listen to the university radio because they believe that, and it's they better. are, it's better, and you're yeah. getting a, a bigger variety of music. You're getting a lot of stuff that you would never hear 
on right. normal radio. Todd runs a heck of a radio station. But let's talk payola here. It was originally called plugola because the word plug meant to push a Wait, song. I'm laughing. I know. To <laughs> plug a song. Plug, plug, plug. Plug uh-huh. A side. Play. And as a matter of fact, when you got 45s, remember they used to say side A, side B? Yeah. Get a real early one from the 1940s or 50s, uh-huh. and it will say plug and back. Really? Yeah, plug side, Okay, I've never noticed that. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, The Ola comes from, so many people say it's from Victrola, but in reality, it's from the time frame, the 50s. Ola meant something big, like Shinola, Crayola, that kind of stuff. Okay. So Victrola meant a really good Victor, RCA Victor, Uh record player, Ola. So plug, Ola, and then it became Payola. It came out of jukeboxes because mm-hmm. jukeboxes were pretty straightforward. You dropped the nickel, you dropped the dime, you heard a song. Yeah. And when it went to the radio, you could turn on the radio for free, and there was no way of measuring if people liked or didn't like the song. Right. So what you did is you played to have the song or paid to have the song played, the disc jockey played it. And I'd love for people to say, well, they only played it because they liked it. Oh, I doubt it. It had to be a song they liked because they're not going to go, hey, I'll take $100 to play a song that will make my audience run away. Isn't that the truth? No, they're going to make sure it's a song they like, but I wouldn't turn down the $100 as well. But furthermore, here's my question of payola. I'm going to tell you why payola got everybody upset. It's it's based in race, and, and it's it's an, un, an uncomfortable part of our history. But let's say I pay $100 to have a song played on the radio. Does that make you like it? No. Let's say I paid $500. Does that make you like it more? No. No. But if I don't pay the money, if I don't say to a jock, hey, look, play this song, he or she Mm -hmm. is only going to play what songs are sent to them by the corporation. Why shouldn't a little band out of Baton Rouge go to a couple of the major radio stations in Baton Rouge and say, look, here's a hundred bucks. Play the song three times over the week and see if anything happens. Absolutely. I I, think that's a great idea. Right. And if nothing happens, hey, thanks for the $300. Right. And if something does, hey, good use of $300. Exactly. Good. Got to play a song here. We'll be back. Everclear is the AM radio here on Rock School. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recording. hearing they started in 59 they ended in 60 why did anyone give a care about the payola hearings well 
A newspaper ran a story about this payola get-together with disc jockeys, radio programmers, and people in the music industry. It happened in Miami, and I think the title of it was Booze, Broads, and Drugs. Something like that. It's a good time. It's a good time. And the story went that... Uh, Colonel Tom Parker, who was in charge of Elvis Presley, yeah. he flew in hookers from uh, Amsterdam because they were supposedly the well, they're best. Better. Right. Yeah. And it was just that. It was the idea of the music industry attempting to influence what disc jockeys played. Okay. You guys are so easy. Now, let me back up just a little bit more. Why do people dislike him? Well, number one, it it upsets people that somebody else is doing well and getting hookers and things like that. Here's the big problem. The payola hearings were done by the House Subcommittee on Legislative Oversight. There was this guy named Congressman Orrin Harris. He was a Democrat out of Arkansas, and he was just made a national hero because he had taken care of the quiz show scandal. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. So they went to him and said, rock and roll is starting to get, it's getting in it's the awful. way, man. It's doing bad things. Yes. And he's like, I hate rock and roll. We're going to go after it. Okay? You say, all right, so it's a hatred of rock and roll. Okay, kind of. Here's where the racism comes in. There were two licensing firms. Well, there still are two licensing firms, ASCAP and BMI. Mm -hmm. ASCAP took care of what they called, at the time, white pop. Right. And then BMI was all of the blues and the jazz and the mountain music and all of that. Right. Which had a lot of minorities in it, and ASCAP was very upset about that. So a lot of this was racially motivated. Shut down this nasty little group here. And Orrin Hatch said, Orrin Harris said, you bet, I'll do that. So he said, I'm going to bring in all the disc jockeys, to which people said, why? The disc jockeys aren't paying the money. They're accepting the money. So bring in the record companies. And Orrin Harris's statement was, no, I hate rock and roll, so I'm going after these guys. And they brought in Dick Clark, and they slapped him on the wrist, and Dick Clark said, gosh, I'm sorry, he pays a fine. Right. Alan Freed, my radio hero, looked these people in the face and said, you can go pound sand. Right. Right. And he's like, well, didn't you take money? And he looked at him and said, of course I took money. Don't you take money? Aren't you a congressman? Ooh. Yeah. They nice. en- they ended up destroying him. Okay, so what came out of it? Mm-hmm. The 1960 Payola laws, and this is straight from the FCC, what can you do? A station can accept money for playing a song. This whole thing about you can't do that. Of course you can. You can accept money for playing a song. However, you must disclose it on the air previous to playing the song. I.e., here's a song by Joe and the Who Cares. I was paid $100 to play it. Right. You got to do it. Sponsorship must be blatant. The following hour is being brought to you by Bob Soda Crackers. If you take payment, you must disclose it to management, and it's all going to be done in the bright sunshine. There is nothing under the table. Them's the payola laws. Now, someone's going to say, now, I'm going to get real specific. You're right. There are little tiny specifics down the gate, but... That's the big one. That's it. If you take it, you can take it. There's also rules on sponsorship. How If, if you can't take payola, mm-hmm. how in the world can you run a commercial? That's called sponsorship. Right. So on and on it goes. And again, twice I had to give back yes. money that I received or gifts yeah, that crystal. I received. Because Beautiful it was, crystal. It was too much. At least you got to see it. I saw it. I wanted it. It was at least Shame you know, on you for something sh- even showing it to me. Okay, so that's where it came from. 1960, the pay-only hearings. All right. 
So what's happening now? And again, those of you who are like, why am I listening to this? I never listened to the radio. Why are you listening to me? But if I never listened to the radio. I listen to streaming. It's alive and well, man. And it's also putting out what you're going to listen to on that streaming. Got to play something. Why not? I'm looking here. How about Cleveland Rocks? Ian Hunter here on Rock School. Okay, coming into the first break, uh, I said at the beginning of the show, and I've gotten to it, I needed to give you a background. I needed to tell you where the payola laws came from. Yep. However, the idea of payola, and it's not called payola anymore, you know, it's not called plugola anymore. It's called pay for play. Yeah, plugola. Not plugola. It's called pay for play. Okay. And again, people who have read about this are going to say, Joe, it was called pay for play back then. Yes, but it fits so much more today. All of this is now being done by independent record promoters, normally just nicknamed indies. Now, here's the thing. When I was in the broadcast world for 12 years, right? I dealt with them all the time. I was the program director, and I normally had a music director. And I say normally, heck, I had it at every station. Mm-hmm. But a music director, and the last one that I had was called Megan, who was really good. And what she would do is set aside a time during the week. Todd does this as well. Uh-huh. Sets aside a time during the week, and she would talk to all the people who are pitching records, and they would have already sent her the CD or the physical 45. Todd doesn't get those anymore. They come as a little MP3 file through the email. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Then it is up to her to come to me each week and say, look, these four or five songs are dying. They're going down the chart. Kill them. Okay. Drop them off. Move these songs up. And these are the four or five songs because the playlist always had to be the same amount. Okay. So we could have an equal rotation. Right, right. And she would say, these five songs must come on. And I think these, bop, 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 should be the songs that go on. And I, as the program director, had the final say... And I would listen to them. And I got to be honest, unless something just really took me the wrong way, I always went with her gut because uh-huh. she seemed much more knowledgeable than me. Todd does the same thing. He talks to these people twice a week and makes the decision. Okay, so what's happening now? These independent record promoters are going even farther. What they're doing is asking 
to become the exclusive music representative for a station. And in exchange for being called the exclusive music representative for the station, the station receives a fee per year, usually somewhere in the fifty to $75,000 range. No. Which means the indie has paid them fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars. No, you're kidding. Now, normally it comes in the form of like gift cards, giveaways, and just flat-out straight money. But the money is earmarked for promotion. Like I said, they couldn't give me any crystal. Wow. But what they could give me was five thousand dollars worth of Beach Boys crap to give away. Okay. Question. Yeah. Can they have more than one person? That's the point. Representing the station, or they, is it just one and done? I think they want one and done, but. They they want multiple stations. Now, let's talk about this. Have they paid a penny to have a song played yet? Yet. No. No. Okay, so it's not payola yet. But they're the exclusive music representative of the station. So all of their it's only their songs that they're representing that's going to come to the station. Hey, now you're starting hey, to get now yeah. you're starting to get the hang of it. Okay. Now you're starting to get the hang of it. So they've given 75 grand to the station. We got to figure out how they get that 75 grand back because they ain't doing it out of the kindness of their heart. Who's listening to us on this here radio show? KNHS, Lafayette, Louisiana. Back in a minute here on Rock School. out of the break you got a question for me yeah there is no way that you're for any of this i am no way no i'm completely for it i really am here's here's the thing this is not you if you allow a human being to give you all of this money in order to be your exclusive radio representative then you as the the person in the area the person who's making decisions you could have the payola hour. You could accept payola for it and simply state all songs on the, like once an hour, run this little tiny 15 second thing. All songs on this radio station were being brought to you by independent record promoter Gwendolyn Schwartz. And by the way, all local artists have paid $10 to have their song played on this radio. Right. That's what I would do. And people, people who say, that's awful, I don't understand their logic because here's this little band and they're out in the middle of nowhere, they play in their mom's basement and they go out, they spend $800, they go to studio in the country, they knock out three demos, they come to me, if the demos are horrible, I'm not going to play it. But if the demos are, hey, you know what, these kids ain't bad. You mean that you're not going to get any pressure at all? 
from Mm-mm. Gwendolyn mm. to get you to play some records. It's been two years. She can She's do, paying you $75 right. a year. $75,000. $75,000 yeah. a year, and you haven't mm-hmm. played one of her records. Right. I would Now, look, I'm Come not on. I'm not most of these people, but i got to be honest with you. If you want to give me seventy five grand, i will be more than pleased to take it. But I'm not going to play a song that turns... That turns my listeners off. You don't feel an obligation. Wouldn't bother with- me in the least because Gwendolyn can go go leave. Because when Gwendolyn leaves, someone who will do what I want to do will come up behind her. That's the way I believe. I, I know I can, I'm, I can. I'm giving you the feel, I can feel you looking my, at me. My eyes are looking at you. Okay, so the independent record promoter has given 75K, 50, 75 to be the exclusive person and again she just doesn't just doesn't cut a check it's gift cards it's giveaways which was always done when i was in you know radio all i had to do was make one phone call and a bunch of crap showed up at the radio station the indie has paid this money now they are the connection to the radio station and by the way there are thirteen thousand stations out there so it's fairly lucrative and if you do three to five stations a week what you can do is say from all of these different radio or all these different uh, record companies, yeah. here are all the hits they want you to play. I have every right, in my opinion, to not play them. And if Gwendolyn says, you haven't played a Sony record in the past, what have you, say, well, they're not very good. Well, I don't want to be your independent anymore. Well, fine, leave. Someone else will come in the way. I think there's where the problem lies. Not everybody's going to do that. You got it. You got it. I, I personally, I would pick songs that I think are wonderful, but I'm not dumb. I'm not turning down your 75K. Uh-huh. See what okay. I mean? Yeah. It is my opinion I would play what I would want to play. All of this is leading to hiding transactions, fake invoices, things like that. Um, but people know that it's a bit of a problem. In fact, iHeartMedia, the largest ownership company in the U.S., claims they do not work with indies. There you go. I would be, I would have no trouble working with indies, but I would let it be known up front, no matter what you pitch me, I get the final decision on whether it's worth playing or not. Does that make sense to Makes you? Makes a lot of sense to me. That's yep. what I would do. Dr. Hook, the radio here on Rock School. Lately, I've been Everything I got to feeling low Baby, you got me living One of them hard luck songs on the radio Oh, and I know If I change the station I'll get the same song And I hope you will Coming into the bottom of the hour, just a little bit late, just to let you know what these indies will actually do. In the fall of 2012, Infinity Broadcasting gave fans the ability to see Celine Dion in Las Vegas. I mean, flight and everything. Okay. The whole thing was paid for by her record company in exchange for plays on the radio. You're in charge of a radio station. And the people from Infinity say, look, if you play, oh, my heart will go on, and you punch yourself in the chest two Uh or three times, you wouldn't play two or three Celine Dion songs a week in order to give away on your radio station plain fare 
to Las Vegas to see Celine Dion. It goes to a fan? Of course it does. Yeah. Yeah, I would. See, there you go. I would because be more... I would want somebody to, sure. you know, have that experience. I think that's, I would. That would I be would great. play Celine Dion, and I would be more than pleased because it would be the contest of the day. Right. All right. Bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. Let's do seven days and seventy seconds. These are the rock and roll dates: November eighteenth through November twenty fourth. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. November eighteenth, nineteen ninety three. Nirvana records their Unplugged special. November nineteenth, nineteen ninety. The Grammys. People strip rock. Bob and Fab of their Best New Artist Grammy after Millie Vanilli is found to be frauds. November 20th, Paul Simon opens Saturday Night Live dressed as a turkey and sings Still Crazy After All These Years. November 21, 1991, Aerosmith performs in Moe's Tavern after drinking a few flaming Moe's on The Simpsons. November 22, 1961, Elvis's Blue Hawaii opens across the nation. November 23, 1970, George Harrison releases My Sweet Lord. And November 24th, 1991, Freddie Mercury passes away in London. He was 45. Aww. I told you at the beginning of the break about Celine Dion. New York's Attorney General Elliot Spitzer decided to go after BMG in 2005 to get them to admit that they lavished gifts on hundreds of radio stations in exchange for plays. He uncovered a string of emails to pay to break Franz Ferdinand and also a series of Latin music hits. Here's a question again, back mm-hmm. to what I've already said. Okay. Let's say BMG paid me $10,000 to play Fred in the Who Cares. Right. Is that going to make you like it anymore? No. If What if they paid $30,000? No. What if they paid $100,000? No, because I'm not aware of that money. It, it right. doesn't matter as the fan. If I'm, yeah. It's not going to make me like it. That's the reason I'm not against that. And it's not because I want to play Franz Ferdinand or I want to play Cardi B or want to play what have you. It's because the local band here in New Orleans who can't catch a break who's really good, comes to my radio station and lays down a crisp $100 bill and says, can you just please play this two or three times to see if people like it? Yeah. Of course I will. I think it's the way radio might actually bring itself back. Wow. Yep. And I I know that makes people go, oh, you're horrible. Stop it. Payola was rooted in racism right from the beginning. So, got to play a song, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Cook. Hey, Mr. DJ. Keep those records spinning. It's having a party here on Rock School. We're having a party. Dancing to the music. Played by the DJ. On the radio We're dancing to the music On the radio Tell them one more time We are having a party Yeah, and everybody's swinging Oh, we're dancing to the music Yeah Coming into the second break, uh, Tammy, you and the audience may very well be thinking to yourself, okay, Joe, you're saying this is happening. Do you have any hard evidence of it? Do you have anything that suggests this amount of money was paid for this amount of spin? Good question, yeah. I actually do. First of all, I love rap battles. 
It, it's part of the reason I think rap music, hip hop music, has become so popular mm-hmm. because it's fun. Look at WWE, the wrestling. Yeah. There has to be heroes. There has to be villains. Right, right. And I, I get the feeling half of the stuff is set up. Mm-hmm. So in the terms of rap, you know, concerns, and, and I'm not, I know what people are going to say. What about Tupac and Biggie Smalls? Look, that went way too far. But when you hear about two rap people hating each other, part of me is of the opinion that, look, you did this. Yeah. Because it's beautiful. Yes, it is. And people love it, and it makes news, and... There is a a statement here by Nicki Minaj. She said publicly that Cardi B only exists because of payola. How beautiful is that? Oh, no. And then, of course, Cardi B has to say something back, Mm -hmm. and it gets covered, and they both get all kinds of free publicity. Yes, they do. It's brilliant. It really is. Uh, Let me give you some. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, a top 40 spin increase of 236 uh, because they bought 63 spins at a cost of $3,600. Wow. Yep. Uh, Good Charlotte had a top 40 spin increase of 61 because approximately 250 spins were purchased at the cost of $17,000. Yep, yep. And in 1998, Limp Biscuits Record Company had a heck of a time breaking them in Oregon. So what they did was they sent out gifts. They sent out all kinds of promotions and Mm -hmm. such and they broke limp biscuit in oregon which came back to no the radio station that i worked at the stations that i worked at and we were reporting stations our playlists were used to create the national playlists. right so we were we were a little egg that people wanted no they never sent me any money They never said, okay, Joe, we're going to send you and your wife to Mexico. Right, right. But they had no trouble sending me 50 copies of a CD. Mm -hmm. What does that come down to? A CD is, what, $12 times 50? Mm -hmm. And they send them all to me. Right. Well, we want to give this stuff away. The the so-and-so is playing in concert at the next big city over. Here's 50 tickets. What did that cost? But that's not payola. That's promotion. There you go. So who's listening to us? WWNW in New Wilmington, Pennsylvania. First radio station I ever said a word on right there at uh, Westminster College. God bless them. I loved it. Uh, Back in a minute here on Rock School. You know I'm a professor, right? You are. And I teach uh, dumb kids. I make dumb kids smart, okay? Uh Uh-huh. I make sure that these kids are able to work in the world and know what they're doing. Thank God for me. But... (laughs) 
<laughs> one of the things I get back from all of my students, there is this weird, I don't know how to say it. I guess it's against their parents, but they are so happy to tell me that this medium is dead. Really? I, I don't read newspapers. Newspapers are dead. Ha 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 ha. No, they're not. They're number one, they're not dead. And number two, all they're doing is morphing into the stuff that you read on your you think ESPN is dead? No. No. You think now is the local newspaper struggling a bit? Yes. But look, they're gonna find their way. They're gonna right. figure out a way. They're gonna do it over Twitter. They're gonna do it over something. Exactly. It's just taking them a little bit. Is radio dead? No. No, it turned into podcasting. That's right. This whole thing about I know I hate radio. It's better than ever. But I do but I listen to podcasts. Are you insane? Mm -hmm. That's what it has become. Nothing has changed. It has simply become a different form. Exactly. Okay. So one of the big things that people will say is, I don't listen to radio because radio's dead. Radio's dumb. It's not. But I only listen to streaming music. So this payola stuff doesn't touch me. Wrong, 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 wrong. I'm just going to keep going with that There you go. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. FCC laws, all these payola laws, don't apply to streaming, okay? Because these things are pay for. You went in. You decided to give $5 a month to go into the streaming. Okay. It's not being broadcast over the airwaves of the United States. Thus, you, you can do what you want. So that's why podcasts and streaming can just curse, 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 curse. Because all of those obscenity laws don't attach to it. Gotcha. However, you say, well, there's no payola in my streaming. Wrong, 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 wrong. Where is it? Right now, and I'm only going to tell you about Spotify because the, they're the only ones that have admitted that they're doing it. Do we have payola right now? Yes. No, on this podcast. Uh, you give me 10 bucks, I'll play your song. I'm not giving you any money. I have no trouble whatsoever. <gasps> Spotify is working on what they call sponsored songs. So you set up a playlist. You say, hey, Spotify, play something for me uh -huh. so I can do yoga, so I can meditate, so I can eat dinner, yeah. so I can what have you. When you do that, one of the songs, probably about number two or three, will be, quote, a sponsored song. Okay, sponsored by who? Right? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. This will all, you know, the song will be in the genre that you want. Yeah. But it will still be a sponsored song. Somebody is paying money to make sure that that song gets played. Right now, Apple Music playlists mm -hmm. are being looked at and evaluated by major record labels. It's all paid for, which is why on Apple Music, it's so darn hard to find new music yeah. because the record labels have music to spend. What about Siri? Hey, Siri, play uh, you me know, something to make me happy. I don't know anything about that. I can't make the connection. I don't know enough to do it. But Spotify and Apple Music right now are both bought and paid for. And everybody seems okay with that. But if some rock group here in the you know the little town we live yeah. in Hammond Louisiana comes to me or Todd at the radio station and says look here's $200 play our song five times this week and see if we get any kind of a reaction for some reason that's horrible but the Spotify thing it's okay I don't understand it no that, that doesn't register in my brain mine neither 
clap for the wolf man. Guess who on Rock School? Okay, last break here on Rock School. Now that I've pitched this to you, now that I've talked to you about payola, now that I've talked to you about pay for play, if you were in charge of a radio station right now, would you accept some indie's request in order to pay you fifty, seventy-five thousand dollars in order to be your exclusive music contact? I would. Yeah. So many. Why people, do I feel bad about saying that? I, I would. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make me feel bad one iota. No, because you're right. I would. I would make it quite clear to this person, this man, this woman. Look, you can pay me this fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars, and you can pitch me all the music you want. But I have an audience to think about. Right. And if I don't think this song is worthy of my audience, I don't care. I'm not going to play it. Exactly. I'm not giving you your fifty or $75,000 back either. No. So you can make a decision. You work with me? Great. You don't want to work with me? Great. But I love the idea of local artists coming in. So do laying I. Laying down some cash. Yes. And saying, play my songs. And that's the way it should be. I, yes, indeed. I have thought seriously, although I don't know how I'd garner it, about creating a new podcast and calling that podcast, you know, the Payola Podcast. Oh, I like it. Everybody who is on this podcast has paid $10 to have their song listened nice. to. Nice. And I've, I've pitched it to Todd doing the payola hour where you okay. only do that. But who's going to listen? Well, on his radio station, his regular... He's got an audience. Right, he does. And that's another thing radio's dealing with. It is, it is a well-listened-to radio station. There's no two ways about it. But when we ask for money to be sponsorship, people no. are... Yeah. But it's interesting. because I love the station. It's great. It's wonderful. It's what have you. Will you want to sponsor us? No. No. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Our sponsors, we absolutely love, but we should have more than we want because music, as I've said a hundred times before, has no intrinsic value. Right. People think it should all be free. Unless some new mm -hmm. band wants to get going and that new band says, I'll give you $200. Please play this song 10 times this week. Yeah. Would you do that? I would. In a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. I really think it's one of the things that will bring radio back in the 1960s, very early 1960s. Payola shook the industry. I think we should use it now to bring the industry back. Wow. That's what I believe. I like it. You bet. Okay, we got to get out of here. We'll play another song about radio. I haven't picked it just yet, but you'll hear it as soon as we're done. I'm Joe Burns. I am Tammy Burns. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. Dismissed. <laughs>